This is Mike Kitko, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I'll never be a hustle whore or grind guru, but I do believe in having it all, health, wealth, and a life full of love. Struggle is not the goal, and sacrifice is not glamorous. I like the path of least resistance. It just takes a shift in mindset and the beliefs you hold. Do you believe that you need to sacrifice now to have what you want later? Or do you believe that you can have it all, all the time? Because your beliefs create your outcomes. I choose to feel wealthy, successful, and happy every day, and you get to choose for yourself. Welcome to Lead, Love, Profit, Play, where small business owners learn and choose to have it all and choose to create success without the stress. If you've listened to this podcast long enough, you've heard me talk about how creation happens. And I mean, how creating something new in your life happens, how, how you create new health, new wealth, new relationships, how you create more success, how, how you create anything, how you create, how you create something is how you create, create anything. And, and there's a, there's a path that, that I, I've, I've understood that, that seems to work really, really well in, in helping people understand how they are, how they are living and how they can change the way they're living at any time, because changing the way you're living is going to change the outcomes that you're receiving. So uh, I've gone through this before. So this, this isn't not new information, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to like throw something else out afterwards. Right. So We've discussed over and over how an experience creates a belief. An experience is typically between the age of, if you're living unconsciously, okay? If you're not like, if your eyes are closed and you're not aware of that, the fact that you are creating everything in your life, every outcome is because of who you are and you, like it's happening because of you. If, if, if you, if you don't fully understand that, here's what happens. You have an experience when you're between the ages of zero and 10. And what I mean by an experience is you have a, you see something, you hear something, or you feel something, right? Three learning methodologies, see something, hear something, you feel something, and it creates a belief inside of you. You Maybe you see something violent, and now you think that the world is violent, you hear somebody teach you something and suddenly you believe what they're saying or you feel something and then it creates a baseline state of emotion inside of you. Like if there's a traumatic experience and, and you, your body is suddenly flooded with fear because of that, that experience, then, then that, that fear is going to become a source of trauma in your life. And, and that, that trauma will create a belief. Now, what you see, hear, and feel is very vital, especially between the ages of zero and 10, when you're basically living uh, with a, everything's subconscious. It's you're it, like somebody told you there was a Santa Claus and you just believed them, right? So it, it's all subconscious. You'll believe anything that someone tells you, anything that, they, that you see. Anything that you feel, you just take that at face value and say, that's just the way the world is. If, if you see, you know, if you see, like, if you see violence in your home, like I did, if, if your parents tell you that making money is hard, like mine did, grew up in a very blue collar work ethic home. And if you, if you're in a, 
a heightened state of alert where there's no safety or there's no security and you can't feel a sense of of balance and centeredness and relief you know at any time you're going to you're going to be a walking uh talking ticking time bomb of anxiety and fear what you see what you hear what you feel creates like a baseline set of beliefs in your body in your mind those beliefs are are responsible for triggering all the thoughts that you have that was my best like popcorn and mind uh impersonation but your belief system what the beliefs that are buried in your subconscious mind are triggering all of these thoughts that are popping up right fear of money fear of being abandoned fear of uh you know it, somebody calls and you see somebody's name and suddenly the worst case scenario pops up. Um, in, in the case of my wife, I remember one time I was late for work and she, she got in the car and she drove because she thought I was in a ditch somewhere. I mean, it, it's like worst case scenario comes from a belief system that the worst case scenario is the likely scenario in all times, right? It's like kind of like a, a crisis mentality, like a, a catastrophe mentality. It's all come from subconscious beliefs. And, and these thoughts trigger emotion. Thoughts trigger emotion. And emotion is energy in motion. It's, it's the, the energetic sensations, the physical sensations that run up, down, in, and out of your body, right? Fear, anger, grief, shame, sadness, uh, courage, joy, peace, love. These are all states of emotion that you feel. And these are triggered by thoughts that are, that are inside of your, your, your subconscious mind and your conscious mind from your emotion, your emotion. If, if you're, if you're living completely blind to what's happening, your, your emotion, the emotion in your body is causing you to either act or not act. Sometimes fear the way someone's wired, fear makes them move forward. Sometimes fear makes them move back. Sometimes fear motivates them. Sometimes fear absolutely paralyzes them. Sometimes someone getting angry makes them walk away. And so with some people making, when they get angry, they move in towards conflict. So it, it's action or inaction. You know what, how you're designed is going to tell how you show up when you're, when you're not paying attention your emotion is going to determine your action or inaction. Your action or inaction repeated over time becomes a habit, becomes a habit. So when you, when you feel anger and you move forward and you do that over a repeated period of time, then that becomes a habit. And it, it's, it's, you, you might think it's who I am, but it's just a habit that's based on that lineage that we just went through. So it, action or inaction in any circumstances repeated over, you know, over and over over a period of time becomes a habit. If you take all of your habits, how you eat, how you drink, how you sleep, how you work, how you have sex, how you make money, how you uh, ask for love, how you give love. If you take all your habits and put them all together, it becomes your character. And that's who people see. That's, that's what people see. And, and that, that outcome or that character creates your outcome. So that's, like the path and the lineage to creating 
something in your life when you're unaware. That's how you are creating everything. When you're unaware of what's happening, that experience that you had between the ages of zero and 10 is creating that outcome. And you're thinking you're a victim, but really you're creating that. You're inviting it into your life, right? Not everybody wants to accept that and embrace that. They want A lot of people in the world want to be a victim, okay? Not everybody wants to say, hey, I own everything. Even if it doesn't feel good for me, it's really easy to say, I am happy. And then when, some, when, when you're angry, you say, you made me mad, right? It's really easy to do that. The point being is you are bringing it all. The good outcomes, the not so good outcomes. Okay. Get married. It's your fault. If you get divorced, your fault. So you're, you're inviting all of it into your life. Now, I was on a run the other day and I was thinking, okay, so in essence, a belief you, you've heard me say this before and it's, it's very prominent in, in the personal development self help space that a belief creates your outcome. Beliefs create your outcomes. Belief create results. Beliefs create your life. And it's true. There's some steps in between. But the, as I was running, the question I had is, is there any time that an outcome can shape a belief? And the answer is yes and no. So when I was thinking this and I was contemplating because I'm, I'm running and, and, and I'm just you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this one. I, I love, I, I get some of my best insights when I'm running and it's really cool. Some of the best stories and way of, of presenting this information, you know, come to me when I'm running, but hopefully you're moving your body in some way, shape or form. And that that's creating some inspiration in your life because it, it sure does for me. It moves some energy and gets my, uh, gets my creativity going. Anyway, I was thinking, what's a great example of an outcome creating a belief. And, and I thought back to my Marine Corps days, right? I was, I was in the United States Marine Corps from 1992 to 1997, right between the two Gulf Wars. And I was thinking about combat training. I'm a non, non-combat Marine, non-combat Marine veteran. So, uh, but when we were in combat training, we were talking about, you know, the role of artillery support to the ground troop and, and how the Marine Corps works together, you know, the, the air combat element, the ground combat element, how it all works together. We were taught, we were taught about the triangulation of fire. And I'm going to try to explain the best I can, the triangulation of fire. Let's say there's a target and the target is 10 miles. <laughs> let's just say 10 miles from this artillery piece. Okay. So you've got the artillery, You've got the target and you've got this guy who's called a forward observer and the forward observer has a pair of binoculars and can literally see the target. This this Marine's entire job is to put eyes on target and get that cannon, that piece of artillery to hit that target. The cannon can't do it by itself because there's like windage and elevation and all this stuff. So, so the, this forward observer's job is to get that piece of artillery to hit that target. And the forward observer is going to call back to the battery, the, uh, the, the artillery and say, here are your coordinates for the first shot for the first shot. And that artillery piece of artillery is going to fire that first round down range. And, and from that, you know, the, the spotter, the forward observer is going to say, okay, is it to the left? Is it to the right? Is it, is it behind? Is it in front of? And it's going to plot it on his map. And then it's going to make an adjustment to try to get that piece, like that, that the next round 
somewhere where he can try to put that that uh, target in in a triangle, in the middle of a triangle, and and it's going to feed back some coordinates, and he's going to say, you know, here here's the next round, here's the next try. Try these coordinates that a piece of artillery is going to fire. It's going to put it down range, and and, and that 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 shell uh, that uh, that round is going to detonate. And the forward observer at this point has two rounds now. It's got two coordinates, two points. Knows exactly where these two rounds landed. And at this point, it's got a pretty good idea of where he's going to have to go with this thing. But what he's going to do is he's going to try to put this target in the middle of a triangle. It's called triangulation. He's going to try to put this target in the middle of a triangle. And so he's going to take a look at where he put these two rounds and he's going to try to put it in, you know, in the center or off, off to the, 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 the other side of the, the target so that there's a nice triangle formed around the target. And he's going to feed those coordinates back to the artillery, back to the, the piece of artillery. And that artillery is going to fire and put that round down range. When that, when that forward observer has that target in the middle of a triangle, it's going to say three magic words. Fire for effect. And when the artillery hears those words, fire for effect, not only does that cannon fire, but they unleash hell on that tor- that the target. Now, you might have a battery of 10 cannons, 10 pieces of artillery. When he says fire for effect, it's like rain coming down from heaven. Like we're no longer playing. We're no longer trying things. We're no longer testing. We know exactly where this target is, and we are out to destroy. And and that's what that's what Marines in the Army. This is how a forward observer helps an artillery piece or artillery battery take out a target. Now, the same thing happens in business what we do it and and I, I try to explain it the best i can to uh to non when i'm when i'm talking to a non-entrepreneurial person someone in a maybe a job or someone maybe interested in entrepreneurism i said listen here's here's what we've got to do here's here's the way to create an entrepreneurial venture okay three magic words act learn revise act learn revise act learn revise act learn revise and what this means is you've got to do something to learn something so that you can make an adjustment so that you can do something else so that you can learn something else so that you can make an adjustment so on and so forth i had a i have a client that when he spent, I don't know, a year, year and a half building systems to be able to, uh, to handle clients and to be able to teach clients and to be able to, um, to move people around, move clients around from one program to another was building a beautiful system. It was awesome. And it was going to, it was going to give a great client experience. I mean, a a top notch, stellar client experience. There was only one problem is that from, you know, that the first year, year and a half of building a system, there were zero sales. And, 
and we kept perfecting, he kept perfecting the system and, and it was all focused on perfecting a system. And after a while, I was like, holy cow, man, are we ever going to sell anything? Are we ever actually going to go and help someone? Are we actually going to go and, and do something to move the needle in somebody else's life? Take your gifts, your talents, your services, the, the knowledge, the wisdom, the expertise that you have. Are we actually going to deploy that in the world and, and make a difference in somebody's life? Or are we just going to keep building systems that are never going to be perfect enough to launch? So I, I, I just, I motivated him by saying, look, just launch sloppy. Just launch sloppy. Just go start making calls and then tell them on the phone, listen, I don't have the perfect system, but I want your help in, in helping it make it better, make my client experience better. And I'm going to, I'm going to work with you and I'm going to make a difference in your life. And you're going to help me perfect my systems and improve my systems. And we're going to get better together. And the weird thing is, is people started saying yes. Now, can, can an action create a new belief? Yes and no, because maybe the first time, maybe the first time he went out and, and said, uh, will you do this with me and help me uh, create this program or create this system? And, and, and maybe he didn't think it was possible. Maybe he thought he was going to get a no, but he got a yes. And then maybe asked a few more people, maybe got a couple of no's, asked somebody else, and, and they said yes. And then he maybe asked a few more people, and they said no, and he asked somebody else, and they said yes. And on that third data point, it's like, holy cow, people are saying yes. This is like, I got a, I got a trend here. I got, I got something to work with. I got three yeses. It's almost like triangulation of fire. And at that point, it's like, okay, fire for effect. like. In, in that moment, in that instant, at some point, that belief shifts to maybe this will happen to holy shit, yes, it will. And that belief shift happens and then all hell breaks loose from a result standpoint and, and rounds coming down range landing on the target. But at some point, why I said yes and no is because maybe the belief wasn't fully formed and fully solidified when you launched. But when you started getting yeses, at some point, that belief shifted from no to maybe to yes. And maybe it even like goes to F yes, right? Fuck yes, that's, we can do this. And then it's like full bore. And then it's a sprint. And then when that belief shifts from I can't to maybe I can to I can to fuck yes, when that belief shifts, it goes all the way back in that train of experience, beliefs, thoughts, emotions, and it shifts all of that. All of it, all of it changes. When, when my father, when I was growing up, my father taught me that making money was hard. He, he loved me and he thought he was doing me a favor by telling me that the world was, the world was hard and the world was, was difficult and life was difficult and making money was hard. He thought he was doing me a service. He thought he was doing me uh, some, an act of kindness by teaching me that. But, but when I started 
seeing for myself and I dropped the belief that he gave me and I started seeing life through my own lens and not his lens, then the experience that I had with him shifted to a place of compassion and empathy because I realized how hard his life was. But my belief changed because I shifted it and the rest of that lineage changed as well. Whatever you fully believe in, you'll go forward like without, without resistance. Whatever you don't believe in, you'll always be hesitant. You'll always hold on to that. What if I can't? What if, what if, what if it doesn't work? If you don't believe, then it makes, it makes the entire journey more difficult than it needs to be. And it doesn't have to be difficult. We can shift the belief before we take action, or we can shift the belief while we take action, certainly. But that, sh- that belief shift is going to happen, and then it will become easy. This is what we call growth. But what we want to do is move that belief shift as, uh, back as early as possible and as soon as possible in this process of act, learn, revise so that we get the effect that we're looking for. Because as soon as that belief shifts, you will get the, the, the outcomes that you're looking for. Henry Ford says, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. This is what he was talking about. This is what we're talking about in terms of your belief creates your outcome. If you think making money is hard, it's going to be hard. If you think no customers will sign with you, they won't. If you think that, if you think that uh, your your product, your service is world class, top notch, and it gets awesome results, it will. But if you withhold that belief from yourself, you're doing yourself a, a grave disservice. And, and if you look at the lineage of, of your experience and your belief and your thoughts and your emotions, most likely your lack of belief is because of somebody else teaching you that belief. And it's their belief, not yours. So can action shift the belief? Yes. But the, the journey to doing that, to being that, to having that is so much more difficult than it needs to be. Take some time before you take action and while you're taking action and shift that belief and see where it's already been true in your life and and ask yourself, why isn't it possible? Because everything's possible. It is. We're proving every day that things we thought were impossible are possible. So we're, we're just limited. We're only limited by what we believe to be true and what we believe to not be true. Don't cause yourself to live a small life because of somebody else's belief system. To access powerful tools and content to create more wealth, success, and happiness in your life, or to join the Happy Millionaire community, visit www.livesoulout.com.